you are now listening to the black print podcast stay tuned hey listeners welcome 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 to the black print podcast yo welcome to the black print podcast you know it is already no a in the black no i in the print keep it locked sit down get comfortable because you're now listening to the black print podcast come on peace blessings and wisdom to all the listeners and viewers i'm gassed to introduce to you the black print podcast yo welcome to the black print podcast you ready let's go In the living room, oh, trying to quickly box a post gym, post gym meal. <laughs> How are you both doing? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Um, I went to Yam Carnival yesterday, and I don't know if you've like <laughs> on their Instagram page um, under the like their two most recent posts, like the comments. I'm just watching them and like <laughs> sipping my tea because. Basically, it was good and vibes were good, but the actual festival itself was a bit shambolic. So I don't know if you know anyone that went, Janaya. I know Byron went. No, I saw some tweets, but I didn't know what it was referring to. Some tweets suggesting it was dubious. The main stage all day, the sound was so bad. It's like they didn't have a concert sound system. Like you couldn't hear anyone. Like you couldn't hear the artists. Yeah. How does that work? <laughs> how, how do you get something so crucial wrong? That's what That's I mean. Really like, yeah, boy. So uh, the people are just commenting, we want a refund. How are you? Can you be advertising? Yeah, I'm Carnival 2022. This was a joke. <laughs> oh, dear. How did, um, how did the artists work around it? I mean, that is a peak thing to have to work around but what like oh that's mad that's pain like i'm a big fan of kalani and she got to do two songs so basically when she was supposed to come on like she wasn't coming on there was a bit of a delay and then she came out on stage and was like to the crowd just fyi i am here i'm not running late but the sound system isn't working then it took them 40 minutes to get it fixed and when she came on, she only performed, I think it was two or three songs. And then they kicked her off because they had to get the stage ready for DeVito, who was the headline. Um, and she even said, and she tweeted it as well, that Yam Carnival owe you a concert. Well, basically, this is a joke. And then when they were getting the stage ready for DeVito, it was just 40 minutes with these two guys, that the, like the hype men that were on stage all day like chatting shit and the, the DJ playing songs. Some people are like um, in the crowd, why couldn't they have just kept Kalani on? I mean, I get why, because DeVito probably has a different set, so they have to get that all set up. But yeah, and then Beanie Man was shouting, turn up the music. Yeah, not good. <laughs> That's peak, I can't lie. Yeah. That's P. That's like the one thing you have to get right. Like you can't have sound issues at a festival. That is dead. What's going on here? Beanie Man though, can, did, did Beanie Man still, was he still able to like get people going? Because his stage presence is actually phenomenal. 
he like he's someone that like his energy alone can do bits he tried his best but i left after like two songs because it just sounded like a lot of shouting like you couldn't really hear like the beat like he brought the energy but it was we went to a different stage to see if it was any better and it was so it was a shame Byron, what are you saying, bro? Yeah, not much, man. Just got back in from football. Quick 3-1 win against my old team. Scored Gang. twice. Hey! <laughs> I went with it. Uh, man said payback time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, tough, No, 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 no. Just had to just turn around and and walk back to the centre circle, like a real Sunday league thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you should have done, should have done it added by all. <laughs> Yo, people, what's going on? Black Print Media back with another podcast. You know what it is. Uh, who we got on the line today? Aisha, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Um... Yeah, no, I'm good. It's been a busy bank holiday weekend, but I've enjoyed. Went to a festival. Shane Carnival's not on this year, but, you know, fingers crossed for next year. Mm, for real, for real, for real. I was actually chatting to someone about Carnival yesterday and just thinking, such a shame, man. Mm. Such a shame. But they could have probably pushed it back, but you push it back and you start getting, it starts getting cold on the streets, man can't be having carnival when it's rain well i say that we the have last few carnivals have have, have rained so boy do a little step up to in notting hill jenna how are you doing all good man all good enjoying the bank holiday weekend as much as as possible um likewise annoyed that carnival's not on but yeah, the last few weeks have been mad, so a little bit of extra rest won't go amiss. Can't lie. Facts. Factual. My bank account is screaming. So, yeah, need to stay at home and make that the motive for September. Before we get going, biggest news of the week CR7 back in Manchester. Come on, Cristiano. My guy he knew what was good for him he knew because he knew he could never go see anyway we digress um (laughs) (laughs) if you haven't checked us out check us out asap no a in the black no i in the print black print media insta twitter all of the uh podcast streaming services you know where we be um so we're gonna keep it to our usual format each of us have picked out an item to discuss this week um so Aisha why don't you uh start us off yeah so it's back to school um in a couple of weeks uh September is just around the corner I actually went shopping today and it was funny like the queue outside Clark's was mad long and in WH Smith all the people going to get their stationery and oh gosh yeah it was busy um but of course, back to school isn't just back to school like it was a few years ago. People are talking about how we're going to mitigate the potential impact of COVID. 
and I read that they're looking at some secondary schools will be delaying the start of their lessons to just spend a week like testing all students and the first thing that crossed my mind was okay it's all well and good for the first week but then how are you going to manage that going forward because you're testing them at that point in time it's quite likely that once they've been around their school friends they could pick up covid so is this going to be a a consistent thing the schools do or are they going to rely on students testing yeah i just found that quite interesting um and at what point are we going to stop the constant testing um ourselves for covid you know does it have to do the deaths have to get to a certain uh like level be suitably low you'd hope with most people being vaccinated that we have to do this because i don't know if you guys have had to do those tests but they're horrendous um yeah, so I just found that quite interesting how that's going to work once people are back at school, how often they'll be expected to test and if they'll have to do that on the school grounds or just be trusted, um, trusted to do it themselves at home. What are you I, would have thought, mm -hmm. I would have thought that the, um, the frequency of testing would be tied to the vaccination rollout. So I think once uh that age group is near 100 percent double vaccinated then the testing yeah the testing would stop <clears throat> because the only reason i guess that's necessary is because if someone catches it that's double vaccinated it's not going to be a risk to them but they could then pass it on to someone who's not double vaccinated and it could be a risk mm -hmm. to that person so once everyone gets double vaccinated and the the risk of like serious illness etc is reduced then I would hope that the testing, the need for testing would wash away as well. Because yeah. um, the okay. tests aren't nice, as you were saying. No. <laughs> doing, it, doing it frequently is not something that I hope anyone would want to do. No, and then it just makes me think, um, should younger children have them been a priority, like teenagers, so that they were double vaccinated before everyone returns to school? in September because most of them haven't been vaccinated have they I don't, I don't think so but <clears throat> they were definitely like last in line I think yeah um, but then I guess the risk of that age group being hospitalized due to COVID is also minimal compared to mm. the older population and those that were prioritized so I guess it kind of makes sense if you look at it from that angle um but as like the news has, has been reporting, as things have started to open up, younger people are now catching COVID left, right and center because they're obviously the age group that are most likely to go out, socialize, mix, yeah, between groups and all of that sort of stuff. So um, I guess you can look at it from that angle as well and say, well, <clears throat> this group are the super spreaders. Um, so yeah, Boy, what do you think, Jana? I'm just very curious about what this season is going to bring because obviously it's flu season. So is there going to be a clear differentiation between those that have symptoms for flu and those that have symptoms for COVID and how are they going to manage that in the school environment? Because teachers and like, the educational system is already very, very stretched. Mm. Um, I think like in one of our previous podcasts, we spoke about how difficult it's been for teachers to manage teaching 
through COVID. So having that added, fact, added factor of us going into autumn slash winter, what that's going to bring up, I'm just, yeah, I'm a bit ambivalent about that. I don't really have, obviously, none of us have the answers. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where my mind is, is going to on this, on this issue. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, yeah, no, that was it. I just saw that thought. It posed a few questions in my head, but nothing further to add. I did hear a radio advert. It was saying how um, I think it was to do with either colleges or universities. And they were like, oh, um, whichever, whichever college or university it was for. They were saying they were basically encouraging their students to do like two tests a week. Wow. And I, was, I was like, that's too much, bruv. Once is too much for me, bruv. I done one yesterday before uh, Yam Festival or Yam Carnival, which wasn't even needed in the end. But I'm sure like it's actually given me like a runny nose. I always sneeze at least three times when I do it. And like it just, my nose just doesn't like it. <laughs> and I'm sure many people have similar stories of just doing these tests and just feeling like just not great afterward. Like, cause you're just sticking things up your nose and rubbing your tonsils and stuff. Just things that wouldn't be happening generally. Just let me just live life. Something so, yeah. said that when you say it wasn't needed for Yam Carnival, I'm intrigued. Like they not ask for it on, ask you for it at the door. No. They are. I just popped straight through, fam. <laughs> there was no question. All this, all this, uh, I won't talk too much here, but they didn't ask to see anything. They only asked to see my ticket, yeah? And I was with a boy that didn't have a ticket, and he just bopped through. He was like, the brother was just like, oh, yeah, just stand, just stand to the side, yeah? The guy that I was with was like, oh, yeah, yeah, like my friend, my friend back there. He's got my ticket and he's got my ticket. So he was just like, oh, yeah, uh, you just stand there. He's like, yeah, yeah, calm, what's calm? As soon as my man turned his head, my man just... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but wow. Janaya, just for context, the only reason why, so I'm double vaccinated, so I have a COVID pass, but they asked, like, in the event, like the email they sent around people that had tickets, they said you need to either bring proof of vaccination or proof of an actual flow test or something. So that is like why I had it. The guy on the door asked to see mine and he actually looked at my COVID pass. So maybe it was just hit and miss, depends who you got. Security, they look stressed anyway at festivals. Having this extra thing to regulate must be so dry for them. Like checking all these COVID, that's long. <laughs> these times you... my man over there might, might have some big shank in his bag, yeah? And you have to do the no, it's long. <laughs> right. When you think about it, yeah, a lot of these um a lot of security at Carnival are security and name only. Like they're just young people that want a quick yeah. quick bit of change for a few hours work. Like Janai, one guy that we used to go to school with, I won't be about, but like he's tall, quite big. Um he was security there, innit? And he's been at security for like a few festivals that I've been to. And fam, like, I was like, what you did? Like, what you, he just like, I'm just here in it. Like, there was no regulation. People were just literally just doing what they wanted. Man, them were just chilling there, standing there with their little hives. It's like, 
they don't care. Like they don't care. So boy, it's not in their best interest to be pulling up people for COVID checks here and there. So why would they? As you were saying, Janai, there could be more pressing security matters at play, fam. So yeah, man. Get your jabs up, people, I think is the moral of the story. Mm-hmm. That we won't have to be doing these tests. Um, but yeah. Are you sure anything further to add? Nope. All right, move on to the next one. Janan, you want to take us into the second one? Yeah, yeah. My one is, is so lighthearted today, actually. Um, so has everyone seen that mad, like, crate challenge <laughs> that's been oh. surfacing everywhere on the internet? Do you not think you'd complete it? I know Byron thinks he'll complete it. I know this done thinks he's got the 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 the, the slight of foot. <laughs> uh, well, I do not. I do not think I'll complete it. I'll be one of those people that face plants the floor and probably knocks some teeth out. I just I don't. And some of them are a madness. They're so high off the ground. Um. I don't even know, firstly, where did they get in these crates from? Like, I've never even seen the. I don't know where they've got these crates from. I've never seen these before. <laughs> like, so how they source these crates in the first place is just mind-boggling. And then secondly, like, I, I've only really seen a handful of people complete it, yeah? Obviously, in the day that we're in, if you didn't video it, it didn't happen. So, boy, I've only seen a handful of people that have completed it, yeah? seen multiple more times that drop and hurt themselves yeah and i've seen like people take pictures of like the bruises and cuts that they've got from falling off the crates and they look crazy fam. so i'm not trying to do it fam whether or not i think i can is a different question yeah (laughs) i'm not doing it bro i'm not i'm not i'm not it's too peak too peak would you do it janaya Nah, <laughs> there would have to be some soft surface underneath, yeah. <laughs> and obviously, the crates won't balance on it, so the science is not equating in my head. <laughs> 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 be to be trying that. And as Byron was saying, yeah, like some of these pictures of like bruises, they're actual injuries, like they're not just like a little scratch, like you're injured, you're out of the game for a while. Yeah, it's just mad how like, like these challenges surface and like become phenomena. Like it becomes a cultural moment for even like it's like for like a week or so. It's just mad. Like do you, there was one before, yeah. I think it was like putting salt water or like ice and salt water on you, and people were like sustaining mad burns after <laughs> the challenge. Like, <laughs> bro, my little brother did it, fam. And it was mad. He actually had like, like, a, it wasn't just first degree burns, bro. It was a mad thing. So, like, what was <laughs> so um, like how, like, how were they put into the salt water in the ice? I can't remember exactly how he was doing it, but the aim was for you to like firm it as long as possible. But basically, <laughs> <laughs> it's basically torture, bro. <laughs> it's torture, but it was like <laughs> it was a for people just trying to firm it in it, and it was it was the cool thing to do yeah, at sure. the time. So, but the reason why, like, I brought it up, like, jokes aside, is TikTok have actually banned the hashtag now. 
like as part of yeah 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 they banned it because they were like in their um t's and c's they don't want to promote like content that can incite injury and incite harm um so it was an interesting it's just been an interesting thing to follow like it taking shape and becoming popular and then one of the biggest platforms that people are doing it on saying no like we're banning the hashtag um so what do you think do you two think that tiktok did the right thing because we've had a few podcasts where we've spoken about social media companies actually being active and making decisions that are morally correct. So what, what do you think of them, them saying that and doing that? I think they were probably right to do it because what TikTok doesn't want is, I don't know what the maddest injury has been, if it's just bruising and bad cuts, but if someone like posts a video on it, and they like, fell and broke their leg. And then TikTok, you know, is supporting this challenge going by keeping the hashtag on. Then someone could sue TikTok for like badly influencing or encouraging people to engage in this. And if someone gets really badly hurt. So I think they did the right thing. Also, some people are, yeah, people are just dumb. And sometimes it takes <laughs> some, a company like TikTok to ban something before people actually stop and think yeah maybe I should do this because I can really hurt myself so it's a very light touch reprimando isn't it like removing the hashtag well like banning the use of it people the videos will still be uploaded and shared and all of that thing all of that sort of stuff like I don't know what stopping the use of the hashtag actually does I guess it's just that you can't search yeah. those videos even a hashtag but then you can just do a word search and those things will come up anyway depending but on guess, what they've titled the video true 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 but then i could see how, how like with trends the hashtag is what sustains the trend like keeps it on the algorithm there's like people uploading with that same hashtag so maybe like is it as light as you're saying because you're making me think it is a light it is a light touch but it maybe it's more effective than we might think. I don't know. I don't maybe, know. Isn't it? You've 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 started looking into TikTok a bit more than, than I have. <laughs> but like when um <laughs> for example, when I'm when I'm on Twitter, um like for example, I was going through Yam Festival tweets, yeah, Yam Carnival tweets. I just typed in Yam into the search bar and then everyone that has said the word Yam in the past however long, their tweets come up. So there probably is a hashtag YamFest or YamKarni or whatever it is. I don't know what it is. I don't search it. But people also don't necessarily use it. But I can still find tweets relating to that. So I don't know if TikTok has a different search system whereby um, it's predominantly the use of hashtags, how people can find stuff. But I don't know. Obviously, it would just be a, a more effective uh method of removing stuff just to just to remove the content in the first place like if we see a create challenge then we'll just remove it but i guess they still want to they still want to cling on to some of the virality that this create challenge has yeah um has become so yeah that's why i think it's kind of light touch i don't really think it does anything really um it's a bit what's the word like performative just like yeah we've done something now don't look at me if one of you man break your leg because we've <laughs> removed the hashtag um, else do think they could do apart from banning the hashtag 
Or is that to me or Bayern? What else can they do? No, in general, like, what else do you think they could... If Bayern hashtag is a bit, like, touch and performative, like, what additional steps could they take? TikTok. As I a... think the only thing, the only other thing is just to remove the content. If they really have a problem with it and it and it violates their terms and conditions, then they should be removing it. By by removing the hashtag, I don't see, I don't see how it's really doing much. But then I just think so. I'm just trying to think about it from, from the perspective of TikTok. I guess to remove the content, yeah, okay, you can search for stuff that doesn't have the hashtag create challenge. We might just have create or challenge in it. But then if it works anything like Facebook it means people sitting through and watching videos to see which one is actually the crate challenge and removing it. Cause there could be a video with crate in it, but it's not the crate challenge or whatever. So they probably think that's far, like how we don't have the time to dedicate resources to that when they're also looking to take down videos that might be, I don't know, like actually violent or harmful in other ways. So yeah, maybe this is the most that they could do. I think some of it is just down to personal responsibility. Like how, how silly do you have to be to climb up some wobbly stack of crates uh, on concrete? And then, you know, like, yeah, uh, I don't really have that much sympathy for the people that have a look at it and think, yeah, I'm going to try that and then do it and hurt themselves. Yes, same at all, at all. <laughs> like, you see when you watch one of those videos, yeah, like 90% of the time, maybe even more, like, they're going to drop. And you watch the anticipation from all those people around them you watch them slowly approach it knowing they're gonna drop and when you drop it's just like it's just like you deserve it like i'm laughing because it's funny that you got what you deserved yeah like it's funny seeing you get what you deserve <laughs> every time and for that one done that makes it over having to use some mad tickers by the way <laughs> well, well done in it well done <laughs> you cheated death today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, do you remember the cinnamon challenge? I okay, I did that one. I was young and dumb. I'm not gonna lie. I was young and I was I was dumb. Like I was, a, I can't. I think I was quite a teenager. Yeah, choked. <laughs> Wait, what was it? What was it? It was when you had to have a spoonful of cinnamon, wasn't it? Dry cinnamon, Byron. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. That looked mad. That was it. Was calm. That was calm. You did it, and it was calm. Yeah, it was calm, bro. No coffee and nothing. Just had to ferve it. But the thing is, we did it under duress, so we did it in sixth form, yeah, in like one of our our three periods, and we were like, yeah, let's. Uh, congregate and do it so like six of us were doing it yeah at the same time and then literally as soon as we put the cinnamon in our mouths our head of year like bust around the corner it's like what you look like it wasn't just six there were six of us doing it but there was like a crowd of people watching in it head of year bust around the corner like yo what are you not doing yeah it was peak honestly <laughs> you had the cinnamon in your mouth and what usually happens is people like start coughing because it's mad dry and like it, it takes all of the saliva like out of your mouth basically so you can't swallow it you can't do nothing yeah none of us could cough bruv because the head of year is chilling there so we were just like waiting so then yeah so one guy coughed ryan yeah so he took the l for the squaw 
<laughs> so he got he got taken away by Mr. Guy, and the rest of us <laughs> could just swallow the saliva, uh, saliva and cinnamon mixed in peace, Rav. But yeah, Jurassic. Uh, yeah, that yeah, that straight away. I was like choking <laughs> on that cinnamon, boy. <laughs> it's lit. I think challenges are their lit, man. Like for the most part, for the most part. Like I'm still like as Byron said. Like we spoke separately about TikTok. Um, I probably wouldn't use it that actively. Like it's an interesting platform. But the, just the way, the style of material on there is mad. Like, it's just a whole different thing from, like, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just so different. But the, seeing the way challenges catch on is lit. Because you're seeing, like, all shapes, all colours, like, all ages as well. Like, you see these youths getting, like, their grandparents involved in challenges. Like, it's, it's lit. <laughs> I, I, rate, I rate how the internet can do that. Like, sometimes it's easy to take it for granted. But, like two people from like across the planet being able to partake in the same activity and like boss jokes and create like material out of it that can be consumed by others like that is yeah TikTok's lit still I don't know if it's for me though <laughs> but it's lit in its own right <laughs> yes. it's just lit, lit over there <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, cool. Let me just quickly do mine. Mine's also quite light touch. So you would have, well, you might have seen that Donda, Kanye West's newest album, uh, hotly anticipated album, by the way, supposed to drop many times um, in, over the past few weeks. So it's finally here. Um, so if you're a Kanye fan, I'm sure this is brilliant news for you. Con uh, Corey's probably doing cartwheels right now somewhere. Um, but yeah, short question, like where does Kanye rank in hip hop and raps all time greats? I mean, he must be somewhere kind of high, but I feel like Kanye is always kind of not included in the convo. So hmm. where do you guys kind of think he is for you? Can, anyway? can... Aisha looks ready. Of course, no, no, I'm I'll thinking about it. I'm trying to think if he's included in the convo that when I've had or seen these discussions previously. But Janaya, do you know it? You rank him. Do you know what I feel like answering a question with a question? Are we talking like music or are we talking like the culture as a whole? Mm. So more just musically. Okay, so for me, musically, that his past, I think his album since uh, Life of Pablo haven't really been it for me. Um, so I kind of just won't even take them into consideration. I definitely do think he is one of the all-time greats overall. Where I would rank him, oh, I don't know. That may be number three. Maybe. Behind two. For me, he would be behind Jay-Z. And I'm trying to 
who's the other person I have in my head? There is someone else. Come back to me. There is someone else I'd put above him. But I think um, I had a look at his discography. I think Life of Pablo was actually his last album before Donda. No, there was he one before. There was the one that had the, the song about God on it. Or him be. Hold, let me find it. Uh, oh, what, Jesus. I think I came before that. Really? Oh, okay. Hmm. No, I didn't. Didn't he produce like some kind of gospel album? Like the whole thing was gospel. I, I thought, I, I can't remember what it's called. I'm, I know I haven't even listened to it properly, but I, I think there was another one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the gospel album. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I haven't even listened to that one. <coughs> I think that, yeah. I think he might have released that like exclusively or something. So I don't know if you can just like. No, Jesus like, is. You can't go and, um... Yeah, so like, I'm looking at his albums. Jesus yeah, that's King, the one. That's the one. Jesus is King was 2019. Yay was 2018. Life of Pablo was 2016. So he's had two since Life of Pablo. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So Bro, the story was here, fam. You'd be on your neck right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't really listen to Kanye too much anyway, so, but anyway, it's, um, so those albums yeah. weren't really doing it for you, Aisha. But Janaya, what are your thoughts? I was just going to jump on the back of that, like, same, same, like, his first three albums for me are, like, hit, like, classic albums, kind of undisputably, undeniably, undeniably, like, he had bangers for radio, he had songs about family, songs about spirituality, like what the amount of subject area he co he covered in his early career was just on a different level. Mm -hmm. Plus producing all his own music, or most of it, plus producing some of the biggest albums for others at the same time. Yeah. Like he's definitely, it's like he's in his own lane. Like he, you don't really compare him to anyone else. Like he's just a, he's just like a, like he's, there's, we don't, have we had anything like Kanye before? And is there anything like him now? like he's created his own thing in terms of just like pure music i think yeah like aisha said none of his recent material ranks high at all but his first few albums i would say are like yeah. he's got to be in the top 10 discussions for like having like some of the best rap albums ever made i think he's he's definitely up there and to have potentially three albums that are in that convo means you're a madman like he, he's yeah he's he's different i'm trying to think of like a football comparison to to kanye but i can't just someone that's just it, like completely just clear in every way and like experimental in every way like pushing boundaries in every way possible he's a madman how about you baron what where do you rate him so I don't really, I've never really listened to Kanye like that. So, like, I know he's sick. Like, I appreciate that he's, like, an a artist in the most, like, complete sense. Um, but I've just never really listened to him that much. Like, I know people that bang out Kanye West and they say, like, I think it's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I think that's one of the albums. Like, they say that that's, like, one of, the greatest album, like rap albums ever made and that, yeah. And I'm like, fam, I didn't even know, like, I don't know, I don't know how many songs I've listened to off that. Like, I don't know if I've listened to that, like, front to back. Mm. Um, whereas ones like Graduation and that I have. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's, um, 
it's a tricky one. I'd probably have him in top 10. Where in the top 10, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I definitely have him above Biggie and Tupac, by the way. Because I feel like Biggie and Tupac definitely are, are clinging on to this nostalgia bias thing. Mm. Like, too. I feel like Kanye has definitely surpassed him. And as you were saying, Janaya, like to have like three classic albums, there's not many people that can, that can say that they have that many. So you have to respect it still. But also, combined with that, I know we're talking about it from a musical sense, but I feel like his non-musical activities also cloud people's judgment somewhat. Um, so it's difficult for people to like disentangle the two sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. But I, I feel like maybe this is the wrong perspective. Maybe I'm just chatting, but... Yes, people. Yeah, we had to wrap it up. Still had places to go, people to see and that. But yeah, hope you enjoyed the podcast and we'll catch you in another two weeks. Keep it locked. So yeah, I feel like the achievements that Kanye West has had outside of music should contribute towards the perspective of him as a great within music and within the industry. Because what he's being, what he's able to do at the same time is actually mad. Like building a fashion brand, keeping himself relevant, keeping his wife's brand relevant as well and putting out high quality music as well as running a music label and producing for people on that label like that is crazy it's crazy man like he deserves a lot i think he might even deserve more respect than he gets and it's only when the era of kanye is over and you actually look at what he he's done that he will get his flowers because he deserves mad flowers for what he's for what he's doing yeah the thing is though yeah sorry go on, oh what i was gonna say was the only reason why i think he doesn't get the much respect as he might deserve is some of the madness that he said <laughs> or like the runs for like saying he's gonna run for president but yeah that was what i was gonna add i think that clouds people's like memory of him yeah that's pretty much what i was gonna say as well like is who who is giving him these flowers because are these the same people that were kind of sending him hate when he was wearing the MAGA hats when he was pictured with trampled like several times saying that slavery is a choice well not saying that but implying that slavery is a choice and all this stuff and his like presidential election like he's had some very controversial moments so it's like you can't like pick and choose the stuff that he's doing outside of music and only confine it to like the good parts it comes with the bad as well and he's got both so um yeah it all plays into part and parcel of Kanye West and have you heard about the, the newest stuff that he's doing as well trying to change his name he's filed court papers to change his name to Ye. Like no no surname no more, just Ye. <laughs> He's actually filed his papers. So boy, I don't know what's 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 going on there. We'll see. He is one of the He's some kind of I don't know, like he compares his likeness too much like a religious leader. He's not. Uh, and this is a thing that like, sometimes why when I think about Kanye, I'm just like, mm. because he's a bit annoying in that sense. I think he's so good at branding. I just think he's amazing at it. Like he knows how to capture people's attention, capture people's minds, 
make himself relevant. Like he's just excellent at it. Would other people choose those methods? Maybe not, but possibly that's why he's gotten to where he's got to, because he's got a he's got a god complex, definitely, which he's not afraid to show, and he's willing to be controversial towards his own fans to create. Now I'm not saying just to create cultural moments, but he's he, they become moments. Like when he's on stage and he goes on like a mad rant after turning up late. Like no one like you don't want that to happen. But it all adds to who he is. Like, it, it's crazy. How much of it is intentional? How much of it is that he's on the borderline of crazy and genius? Who actually knows? But he always makes himself relevant. Like, with this Donda album, the fact that he's had how many people buying products on the rollout, all these people investing in the show because he's not actually putting out the album on time. Like, how does he get away with this, bro? He's he's created his own world that his fans live in with him. It's mad. Like what he's done is mad. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, he's he's like he's created a brand like of himself. Like he's 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 transcended music. Like Kanye West is not like a musician. Like he is just his own entity. Like it's mad in the same way that Apple is like you know how people ride or die for apple like it's the same way how people ride or die for kanye fam. you think you kanye west fans care that this album was supposed to be released ages ago they're still gonna come cop it same way fam. so yeah yeah cool. is what it is man different guy i think yeah in like music kanye west and drake have just done something that's never been seen before and that like they can like Anything can happen to them and it's pretty much guaranteed they're going to bounce back bigger. Like, they just absorb any blows that they take. Like, their brands is, are so, so, like, so surty and, and their brands are always developing as well. Like, their brands, their, their brands are a journey for people. So I feel like Drake and Kanye West are just different monsters, man. Like, it's even hard to, like, fathom how they've done it. It's crazy. But with Drake, what I don't think, like, there are several things I can think about with Kanye where he's taken a blow and come back stronger and, you know, people have been like, oh my God, I can't believe he did that, he's out of order. But like you said, we'll still be going to buy his album, attending his listening parties. What has Drake, I can't think of anything that Drake has done which would be seen as a blow that he's come back from. Can you? So I think he's had two major ones. So there was the one about him writing his own material. Um, and that was during his beef with, with Meat Mill. <clears throat> that was a big one. Because obviously being a rapper, rappers hang their hat on like being able to write and be seen to write their own stuff. So to have an allegation that like people are writing for you and like you don't produce your own stuff, that was quite peak for him. Um, but he managed to come back. And then I think the second one that comes to mind was the his child. So this was the, during the beef with, <laughs> all of his controversies come out during rap beefs, bro. So, so his beef with, what's my name? Pusha T. Um, and Pusha T was, Pusha T was saying, yeah, but you got a kid though. And no one knew at this time that Drake had a child. Um, so then he had to come out and basically, I think how he addressed it was like free music as well. Yeah. Like he addresses a lot of his stuff through, 
music, which again kind of keeps him relevant and keeps people wanting more and stuff like that, rather than coming out with press statements and all this sort of stuff. So even the way how he kind of does that is kind of clever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't, I can't think of any more. There might be one or two, but yeah, I think those are the main ones that he's had to kind of come back. And as, as um, Janai was saying, like kind of just rolls with the punches, comes out, and people are more interested than they were before somehow. Um, so yeah, man, they just keep it moving no matter what. The momentum is always 100 somehow. So that one, I didn't see it as a massive blow because a lot of rappers face accusations of that they don't write their own music. So I saw it as that was something that came out in like rap beef as it does. So I guess for me, that wasn't, yeah. I mean, he came back from it, but I guess I'd expect him to, like most rappers seem to. Um, yeah, well, I guess I did think about the one with his kid, but yeah, I don't know. It wasn't that surprising to me. You're saying Kanye West is on a whole different level in terms of what he's bounced back from compared yeah, to Drake. Like yeah, yeah, I feel you. Like, I think, like, as a fan, I guess hearing about, oh, Drake doesn't write his own, like, music wouldn't, well, from my perspective, but for other fans it might be different, wouldn't stop me from listening to him. And then the thing about his kid, again, like wouldn't stop me from listening to him or like, purchasing his music. But with Kanye, I'd be vexed if I bought tickets to a listening party and he stood on stage. Like, but I would be vexed and be like, I'm not going again. But I, like Kanye's foolishness actually does pee me off. But someone like who is a big fan, okay, they buy tickets again, but they can't be surprised if Kanye does that a second time. So yeah, I think but when Kanye bounces back from stuff like that, I think it's quite a big deal because you are taking your fans for a ride, like with their money as well. Yeah, I think that's the key. Like when you say taking them for a ride, like he actually, like they, these, they, that artist, that kind of caliber of art, artist can do that. Like you feel like you're on a journey with them. Some of your like best memories ever might be to their music as well. So they are just like etched in your own growth. So, uh, yeah, it's all interesting, man. It's mad. It's mad. Big up, Kanye. I'm going to be listening to the album. How about you two? Is it, is it high on your priority list? I'll definitely listen to it. I don't know if I'll listen to it back to back. I'll have to see how like, I feel about the first couple of songs. But Yeah, it might be one for a long drive or something to put on. So, I think 20... Over 20 tracks. I think oh. 24, 20, 24, 27, I think. Um, one of them isn't uh, playable on Spotify though I had a look earlier and it's been like removed for some reason oh I'm going to look at Apple Music let's see that is their content he released over 20 songs at one one time that's crazy coming like Chris Brown I but yeah cool uh we'll wrap it up there then i guess thank you very much aisha and jana for joining us this wonderful day um i hope the rest of your week goes splendidly and for all the listeners thank you for joining us make sure if you haven't checked us out check us out immediately you know a in a black not a in a print print media on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. If you're looking for the pods and all of our articles can be found on our Insta page. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Have a great week and we'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Nice one, guys. Peace. Peace.
Bye.